Welcome, welcome, welcome to another podcast of the Credit Repair Show. I'm your host, the credit doctor, Angelo McCutcheon, giving you all the tools you need to help you repair your credit. Because guess what? You know my motto, you do not have to live with bad credit. There is something you can do about it. And I'm here giving you the tools, the knowledge, the information to help you know that you can repair your credit on your own if you choose to do so. I have been doing credit repair for over 15 years, have helped hundreds of people repair their credit. That is getting uh, negative information off of their credit report, uh, information that have been inaccurate, incomplete, unverifiable, removing those errors that are on their credit report. I've been doing it for 15 years and I've helped hundreds of people. I am now giving out free information for those who want to do it on their own. It's not uh, an overnight thing, but with time and patience, you can get it done. And I appreciate all of you guys who are following my podcast. I thank you for all the downloads I have been receiving. I'm only like a month in and got about 70-something downloads already. So I really appreciate you guys. I really do. And I know it's only going to get better from here because we're going to keep giving out this information. Now, today we're going to be doing part two uh, to our broadcast on our last episode, which we talked about how you can use the law to clean up your credit. And that law that we started talking about was the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, also known as the FDCPA, that lets you know what debt collectors can do and what they can't do when it comes to putting information on your credit report. And it's very important that you know what some of these laws are because they do. And they truly believe that most consumers don't know what their rights are and they take advantage of them constantly, constantly. Even if it means that they get caught and they are sued, they're making so much more money. So by the time they are sued, they'll pay out $1,000. They'll pay out $100,000, but they're making hundreds of thousands of dollars, the big companies, the big corporations, that they don't mind, in my opinion, violating your rights. And on our last episode, we read some of the law that talks about uh, when the government did their study from the Fair Trade Commission, the, the government agency that looks over consumer credit, when they did their study, uh, they found out that a lot of laws that were out there to protect us, the consumers, were outdated. You know that they and the debt collectors were uh, were very abusive when it came to trying to collect people's debt, collect debts from people, consumers. And they said many of them were abusive, uh, you know, deceptive and unfair in their attempt to collect uh, debt. And so the law stepped in and said we need to update. Uh, our laws so that the consumer know that they have rights. And you have a lot of rights, consumers. You guys, you have a lot of rights. The only thing is the government don't send these rights to your house. They don't put it in the mail and send it to you, but they are out there. And all you got to do is just Google the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act or the FDCPA and the Fair Credit Reporting Act also known as the FCRA, all you have to do is do that. 
and you'll begin to see that you have a lot of rights. You might not understand all the language. Because I remember when I first started going on, I did, they were speaking a language that was foreign to me. But as I kept reading and going over it and trying to get explanation to what it means, it became clear to me. And I began to use that to help clean up my credit. And I'm saying you guys do not have to run from debt collectors. You don't have to run from the credit bureaus. You don't have to run from lenders. And you don't have to run from your credit report. You don't have to be afraid to look at your credit report because a lot of things on there, even though it may be your debt, but it may not be reporting 100% accurate information. And the law says if it ain't 100% accurate, then they got to either fix it or they got to delete it from your credit report. And a lot of times they would just rather have it deleted than have to go through all the uh, uh, the forms and papers to try to correct it, they would just rather delete it. So that's to your advantage to find those inaccurate information, that those things that are unverifiable, find those errors, and you can do it. And we're going to show you how to do that in coming episodes. So we were talking about, you know, how to use the law. And the first law we was talking, not the first law, yeah, but the first law that we was talking about was how to deal with debt collectors when they're calling you and the law and i'll just rehearse a little bit and then we're going to go into the second part of that so the law basically said that if a debt collector right or let's just say like this a debt collector cannot call your home cannot call your cell phone if it's an inconvenient time for you now keep that in mind if it's an inconvenient time for you they cannot call you now if they don't know what's inconvenient to you then the law says yes they do have the right to call you anywhere between 8 a.m and 9 p.m whatever your local standard time is 8 a.m and 9 p.m now it doesn't mean that they could be abusive and keep calling you throughout the whole day that's harassment we'll get into that but then once they find out what's inconvenient to you then that changes the game the second thing is if you tell them you have a lawyer and you only want them to talk to your lawyer then they can no longer call you they can only reach out to your lawyer as long as you give them the lawyer's name and their uh, office number that's another way that a debt collector can no longer talk to you or call your house if they do once you let them know it's a violation and they can be sued and you can get up to a thousand dollars per violation and that's just for what is known as statutory uh, compensation and also it stated um about your job. They can't call your job if they know that your job does not allow you to take those phone calls. So if a debt collector calls your job, now really they can call your job just to find out if you work there to confirm your employment, right? To see if you're working so that you can afford to pay back the debt or whatever in their eyesight. But after, but once you let them know, they make that initial call, then them trying to call you to reach you through your job and you tell them, hey, I can't take phone calls then they have to cease calling your job. Once you tell them that and you document that, who you told to, if that same job, even if it's a different person, but if that same job, same debt collector calls you, that's a violation of your rights and they can be sued. 
Now, you're going to see me emphasize they can be sued because a lot of people don't feel that, you know, and I'm going to tell you how, you know, you can sue them. There's enough lawyers out there waiting for you just to, you know, say, hey, I got some, I may have some cases here. This is what's happening, but we'll get into that later. So they can call you. If they don't know what's inconvenient to you, they can call you between 8 a.m. and 9 p.m., right? But doesn't mean that they can call you five, six, seven times during that period, right? Because that's harassment, right? If they, you tell them you have an attorney, then they can't call you anymore. They have to cease calling you. And they can only call your attorney as long as you give them your name, their name and number. And if they're trying to call your job and you let them know that they cannot call your job, then anytime they call you after you let them know, that's a violation of your rights. And that's why things, things like this need to be documented. I tell my clients all the time, just document it. So if they ever do it again and we have documentation that you call them, that you told them, because some of them are just, just deceptive and evil. Some of these debt collectors, they don't care what you tell them. They're going to do it over and over until you can sue them and then put them in their place. But they will try to take advantage of you. All right. So the law, you know, that we read over that basically set that standard on what they can do and what they can't do. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we're going to tell you how the how you can get them to stop calling you at all. You ready for that? We're going to show you or tell you how you can stop calling, have them stop calling you at all. That's next when we come right back or right after this. Welcome back to the Credit Repair Show. I'm your host, the credit doctor, Angelo McCutcheon. So let's get right into it. We're talking about how you can use the law to help clean up your credit. This is part two of two episodes we've done. We've done, oh, we're doing to help show you how to clean up your credit. All right. So we're talking about how to get debt collectors now to stop calling you at all. It's called cease communication. I'm going to read what the law has to say about that. And again, this is from their finding. Uh, paragraph C says it's entitled ceasing communication. Now listen to this. Listen to this. And then I'm going to explain it. If a consumer notifies a debt collector in writing that the consumer refuses to pay a debt or that the consumer wishes the debt collector to cease further communication with the consumer, the debt collector shall not communicate further with the consumer with respect to such debt, except one, to advise the consumer that the debt collector further efforts are being terminated. Two, to notify the consumer that the debt collector or creditor may invoke specific remedies which are ordinarily invoked by such debt collector or creditor. And three, where uh, applicable, to notify the consumer that the debt collector or creditor intends to invoke a specified remedy. If such notice from the consumer is made by mail, notification shall be complete upon receipt. Now let's stop right there. So the law says, remember that, uh, let's go back, that uh, if a debt collector 
knows that there is a time uh, or a place that's inconvenient or a time that's inconvenient to call you, then they can't call you around that time. All right, you got that. But if you don't give them that notice, then they can call you anywhere between 8 a.m. and 9 p.m. So the first thing you have to do is let a debt collector, when a debt collector calls you, you have to let them know after you get their name and the company that they're representing, say, hey, the best time for you to call me is between, and then you name the time. It could be between 2 and 3 o'clock. It could be between 11 a.m. and 12 noon. You let them know what's the best time for them to call you. And any time outside of that will be inconvenient. Now, once you let them know, they can only call you between, let's say you say 11 and 11 a.m. and 12 noon. The only time they can call you is between 11 a.m. and 12 noon, whether you're home or not. That's the only time they can call you. Now, you just cut out all those other phone calls. And if they call you any time outside of that, once you let them know. Now, it did say in writing, but you can uh, let them know over the phone. And you can follow it up with a letter if you choose to do so. But you can let them know over the phone because it's, they record it. And then you should be in a position where you can record uh, the conversation as well. But, you know, when, when they call you, they, you know, they're famous for saying, we want you to know that this conversation is being recorded for training purposes or things like that. So it's being recorded. So it's on record that you told them the best time to call you is, for an example, 11 a.m. to 12 noon. And no one else from that company can call you during that time. And you can tell every one of your debt collectors to call you between 11 or 12. That's the best time. Any other time outside of that is inconvenient for you. And then that's the only time they can call you. Now, you just cut down half the day of debt collectors calling and harassing you. The second part of this thing just said, if you don't want a debt collector to call you at all, then put it in a letter and say, hey, do not call me at all. And once they get that in the mail, they can't, no one from their company can call you at all. Now, they might can send you letters in the mail, and I would prefer to say, uh, instead of saying, don't call me at all, say that, but say, I only want you to communicate with me is through the mail. Because once you cease all communications with them, which you can do, then the only remedy they have is to sue you in court, if they want to sue you in court. And that's up to them. Some do, some won't. Right? Some do, some won't. But I tell all my clients, listen, when we're sending out dispute letters, we're telling them not to call you anymore. The only way you want them to you know, communicate with you is through the mail. So we leave that option that they can actually send letters to you. Because we're going to talk about debt collection letters, too, in another podcast and how we find violation and you can get money just because of those debt collection letters they send you. All right. So we'll get into that another time as well. So you want to say, hey, you don't want them to call you at all. All you got to do is tell them, do not call me. Anymore. And again, you don't need to be arguing with them over the phone. You don't need to be telling them, you know, the reason why you fell behind. You didn't pay the debt. You know, you don't need to do any of that. Once you get their name and who they represent, they'll try to fast talk you into paying. All you got to do is slow them down and say, hey. The only time I need you to call me is between 11 a.m. or 12 noon. Just using that for an example. Any time outside of that will be inconvenient to me. Now, they know when you start talking like that, that you know the law. You know somewhat 
you know, something about the law because they know that too. Or you can say, hey, I don't want you guys to call. I want you guys to stop calling my number at all. I want nobody from your company to call me anymore. I only, if you have anything, I only want you to deal with me through the mail. Here is my home address. Now, I tell all my clients to do it that way because when they send those letters, I, we look them over, our attorneys look them over, and voila, sometimes we find violations and our attorneys will sue them and they they will have to pay them anywhere between $300 to $1,000, and they'll have to cease going after the debt. So there's a whole lot to this. The reason why we tell them, don't, don't tell them, just don't. We don't want you to cease communication at all. We just want you to stop calling us, but only uh, communicate to me through the mail. All right? Mm -hmm. Now, that's very important, and I kind of want to, to leave it right there because I want you guys to listen to this over and over so to really get a better understanding of it. On our next broadcast, we're going to talk about some more of the law. We're going to talk about harassment and abuse, things like that, what constitute harassment, what constitute uh, abuse. And then we'll look over again, maybe some more of the percentage of errors found on your credit report. All right. So we're going to, uh, again, I just want to make it clear to you guys that you don't have to be afraid of debt collectors. You do not have to be afraid to talk to them. You just got to know what to say to them because they will, if you don't know, they'll, when can you pay? When can you pay? Uh, uh, you're going to take care of this debt. You've been having this debt for a long time. When can you pay? Uh, and you up there trying to explain to them why you fell behind. I was sick. I lost my job. They don't care about that. They may act like they care about that, but they don't care about that. They just want their money. But can you make a payment now? Can you make a payment later? Can you make a payment at the end of this week? Give us your, uh, uh, set up a payment plan where we can take the money right out of your bank. You better not do that. Give us your debit number and we can take the money right off your card. Don't do that. So they're going to talk, they're going to try to talk fast. But when you know the law, you slow them down and say, hey, I'm not sure that I owe you anything. And whatever debt you're saying that I owe you, please send it into the mail. Send to me in the mail. Here's my address. So I can look over it. And by the way, also, after you send that to me in the mail, I want you guys to know right now that I do not want you guys to call me anymore. If you have any communication that you need to uh, have with me, do it through the mail. But all phone calls need to be ceased. And then you can follow that up with the letter. But as long as you tell them that, no one can call you from the office. And that's the truth. That's the law. All right. So I appreciate you guys again. Uh, 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 tuning in to the credit repair show. You know, I'm your host, the credit doctor, giving you all the information and the tools you need to help clean up your credit. And of course, you look in the description. You can follow me through my Instagram in the description of this uh, podcast. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram uh, at Credit Repair sixty four. You can follow me on Facebook at Angelo McCutcheon uh, or the or the Faithful Credit Group is my page. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, Credit Repair sixty four. You can leave a message through anchor uh through these podcasts if you want to get something over to me if you want to uh talk to me if you want me to talk about a particular subject whatever and if you feel in your heart that you want to support this podcast with a small donation you can do that through anchor all right so i appreciate it i thank you and again if you know anybody that can benefit from this 
please spread the podcast. Let them know about it. Remember, as always, stay blessed. But what's more important, make sure that you are a blessing. And with that, have a blessed day.